0: everyone. You're listening to Women Who Travel, a podcast from Kind-Ass Traveler. I'm Meredith Carey, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Lali Arakoglu Hello. This week, we're talking about something that Lali and I are very passionate about, which is packing. While the two of us could wax poetic about suitcases, packing techniques, and style, we decided to bring in some actual experts on the topic. Today, we are joined in the studio by Shiona Torini, a stylist and costume designer who's nearly always on the road based on what we see on Instagram.
1: Like 100%. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, And she's usually on the road because she's working on set with Issa Rae on Insecure or Lena Waithe on her upcoming Queen and Slim movie. And calling in from her home in London is Anna Newton, also known as the Anna Edit on YouTube and Instagram, who's been living the capsule wardrobe life for the last few years. Thank you guys so much for
1: joining. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Thanks for having us. Anna, you have built your brand as being sort of a minimalist, but I'm curious, Shiona, how you would describe your
1: style. The maximalist.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm loving on people on both ends of the spectrum to cover this.
1: Yes. I, I mean, I have definitely codes that I stick with because I know it works for my body, but I love clothes. I love shoes. I mean, it's like, almost problematic. I have to do like a closet purge every few months um, because I really get emotionally connected to my pieces. And I find it really, really difficult to separate myself from them because I'm like, oh, I wore this. And i will be like when I was 15 and it's (laughs) a story that doesn't matter. But yeah. So, I mean, I have kind of traditionally what works for me. Um, So it's like 500 crop tops and like Seven hundred high-waisted pants, but yeah, I just love stuff.
0: And Anna, so we were talking. I mentioned that you have been living the capsule wardrobe life. How did that get started, and what has that meant for you? Having kind of the opposite of five hundred crop tops.
2: (laughs) Yeah, you know what? See, I was at the five hundred crop top point, so I feel you. I've so been there. And some for some people, that like completely works. I mean, that's obviously your job. That's what you do. Um, for me, I just, I couldn't deal with clutter. It was making me kind of stressed. And so it was when we moved and I moved with a box that said old makeup box three on the side. Ooh, like
1: I know that world.
2: I know that box. I think yeah. that box is under my bed right now. <laughs> But I was like old makeup box three, and even more like I met my neighbour, my neighbour was like, "Oh, honey, like old makeup box three, like interesting." Um, so for me, I was like, "Yeah, I, I think I think it's time to downsize." But I don't live in a very big home, and so storage is a real problem for us Brits. Uh, We don't have these like wonderful wardrobes that you guys tend to have in America that are just amazing. Well, we live Um, in New York City, so we don't have that. Having (laughs) moved here,
3: that's an illusion because I share one tiny closet with my husband and it is awful.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think it was that, yeah, we share a wardrobe too. And I was like, I, I think it's time. It's time to cut back. And that's sort of where it all began. I kind of want
0: you guys to both walk us through your packing strategies, because based on what I've seen of how you guys travel, it is also very different. Um, (laughs) can we actually just start by, have you ever just traveled with
3: only a carry on?
1: A thousand percent. Yeah. I totally get what Anna is saying about, you know, the clutter and how it, it can be like really stressful. My closet can be stressful, that's why I do constant edits, but I had to get super, super, super organized so that I did not feel overwhelmed when I was getting dressed. Because it is my job and I like to play around with clothes and I'm honestly constantly shopping for work. I am still edited about what I'm bringing into my home and that definitely translates into packing as well. So I have traveled with a carry-on. I'm also going to LA next week and I plan to just take a carry on. And I think that so much of my career has been based in visual storytelling, like styling stories and television and now movies that I treat my trips like that as well. So if I am going somewhere that I'm like, take Morocco, I went on this huge family trip to Morocco. I would not recommend that to be completely honest. (laughs) I mean, I love my family, but it's like 50 people in matching T-shirts. So we're that family. Um, so when I'm going to someplace that maybe has like a lot of color, I can be like, ooh, what do I want to wear? What's my story for this trip? And so I did a lot of white because I was like, oh, I love the colors of Morocco. You know, we're we were going to the Blue City and... So that I'm not taking an oversized suitcase everywhere I go, I really do pack kind of like how I style in a story and like storytelling. And I really focus a lot on the colors that I want to weave into that trip.
3: I have to ask, you were just in New Orleans for five months. Yes.
1: How on earth did you pack for five months? That was tricky. I was not edited. (laughs) (laughs) Because... Because I really did it. that. I basically was living in another city and I never knew what I wanted to wear. Like that was very hard to plan out. I was there to style Lena Wave's first movie, Queen and Slam, as you mentioned. I basically took everything. I took three very large suitcases and I had to come to New York City a few times. But I packed my basics. I started with coats because New Orleans is chilly and i did not imagine that i thought that i was going to be like hot so the first time around i actually just took like skirts and like cute tops and i i don't know what i thought i was like walking into but i got there and i was like oh wait it's freezing it is still winter yeah it's <laughs> it's winter so um when i came to the city for a week over christmas and new years i kind of reevaluated and i that's when i packed Properly, so I started with coats, and I was like, "All right, I'll probably wear realistically three coats, and then I need these sort of things for for a set, like you know, comfortable pants, like sweats, you know." practical things and then i packed maybe a suitcase full of like if i did something for uh, mardi gras and if i did you know went out to dinner that suitcase was totally unnecessary i'm not gonna lie like (laughs) mid-trip i just like packed everything away and put it aside because i had one closet and a rack and i was like this is just too much so the Mardi Gras outfits had to <laughs> take a back seat. <laughs> they took a back seat. I mean, I did kind of like weave like one or two in there, but I definitely did not need a suitcase full of just like sequin leopard print garbage.
0: When Anna, you walk all of your followers through your packing strategy for basically every trip that you take um, in your 10 by 10 series on YouTube. And I'm curious just like what that is and, and why you have stuck with it.
2: Yeah. So the 10 by 10 capture wardrobe idea is that you pack 10 items and you're able to create 10 outfits out of those items. And like you were saying, it, it works really well for carry-on situations. Like here, obviously in London, we can get to Europe quite easily. So a lot of people go away for like a long weekend to Copenhagen or something. And it's just not the type of scenario where you need like a massive suitcase. So it worked really, really well. Um, I found it online, like, it's on these Pinterest kind of things. And, um, yeah, it just it's a really good way of, of forcing yourself to be very creative and also not taking a load of shit with you that you you ultimately don't need. Um, I can totally sympathize with, like, long trips. That obviously isn't possible. You're not going to want to be doing laundry, like, all the time. Um, so I, I forced myself to take a smaller suitcase than what I probably should take and that really helps me like I don't own a massive suitcase I look at some people at the airport I'm like whoa you could fit like two people in there um, whereas I go for more of like a medium size sort of force myself to, to downsize because of that I guess
0: Do you guys have favorite suitcases? Lolly and I are very particular about our bags. A lot of you, yeah.
3: (laughs) Which I didn't until I started working at Traveler. Before that, like literally, didn't give a shit, and then started here and was like, "Wait, there's this whole
1: world of suitcases." (laughs) I because I travel so much for styling jobs and I have to get like big body bag esque trunks. I also have done extensive research on suitcases. Um, I kind of am a diehard Toomey fan. Like my when I started in magazines, that was like my first kind of like big girl suitcase, and I love the duffels that have the separate zippered for like on a bottom. Like when it's like a split level suitcase. that Does that make sense? Yeah, no, totally. You have
3: a way you can like slide your shoes in. Yeah, and stuff. so yeah.
1: I use that bottom area for shoes. So that is one area that I try to be like super buttoned up and edited with because realistically when I'm going on like a long... Tr- you wear the same shoes all the time in your everyday life. And so that is true for traveling as well. So if it doesn't fit in that bottom section, I'm not like trying to squeeze in an extra pair of shoes. So I devote that section to... To shoes and toiletries. And sometimes I'll like add a coat over the top of it all. But yeah, and so I have stuck with to me kind of. So of course I've like picked up different carry on suitcases. I've played around with that. But I got into a situation where the battery packs I was always getting searched at the airport. So I kind of gave up on on those suitcases. What are you guys' opinions on that? I've taken my battery out. Yeah, we just, just they're just
0: they're just like in our like personal bag. Yeah, I <laughs> had this of, like
3: very sad experience when I was on a flight on the way back from New Orleans and <laughs> Everyone was seated and it was like some sort of drug raid like the all these people came on and were like who's got an away suitcase and all these people like, everyone was like a millennial like raised their hand <laughs> and then we were led off the plane and had to have the batteries removed and mine was one of the old ones where the battery is like screwed into That's the what interior I had. so i had to unpack my entire bag while this bloke went and got a screwdriver <laughs> I and mean, it was
1: just terrible that happened to me in india I went to India for a month and so I was like flying to different areas with a really good friend of mine, also a stylist. And we were like, we're done with this because every, we had the screwed in ones. She was like, just throw it away. Like, so,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um, I have a rule also to pack one important outfit in my carry on when I'm traveling because years ago, my we had one of my enormous family trips. and everyone's suitcase got lost yeah so ever since then i always pack like an important outfit in my carry-on just in case and since so when i'm traveling for work it's typically what i will need to wear for that first day
0: i'm curious anna do you have a oh, an she affinity only to takes a-, a carry-on well but i mean she might have an affinity to a specific <laughs> yeah like i want to yeah. know <laughs>
1: i might <laughs> be packing <Yeah>. wrong <laughs>
2: Your away story was making me like chuckle so much then because I am the huge away lover. Um, luckily over here, we're, we're all right with the whole battery thing. That really like became a big thing. But yeah, I love, I actually have a limited edition color that they did with Rashida Jones. Oh, I love
3: those ones. I will say that I'm also a huge away fan. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the battery it, was
3: stressful, but I love them. <laughs>
2: dusty pink shade and it's just beautiful and and you can spot it on a conveyor belt like so easily at the airport so I love that it's important to have a suitcase that doesn't also take up your luggage allowance um we've got some airlines over here that are really funny about like oversized luggage and heavy luggage so any you know you don't want something that's going to weigh like eight kilograms on its own yeah Um, So I think that's really important. And I love the away ones because they split down the middle and I put my like toiletries and shoes and stuff on like the left hand side. And then it's got that compression sort of bit where you can put all your clothing in and then like squish it down on the right hand side.
0: My, like, pro for the Away suitcases is that I always pack one too many things. So, like, I always put in a pair of shoes that I truly never wear, or I always put in a coat. I went to Chicago last weekend and, like, was there for, you know, two days, basically, and had a fleece coat in the entire, like, it took up a quarter of the entire suitcase, never took it out of the bag. But because the outside is, like, kind of flexible,
1: I can, like, kind of jam it all in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah,
3: <laughs> you, can,
0: you can sit on them and, yeah. <laughs> Just really do a nice...
1: I have a new my carry-on is to me and it's one of the split yeah. the split ones and it's kind of changed my life for my carry-on because I'll put like maybe my laptop and things like that on one side and then on the other side that first outfit that I just I like, can't live without and other personal items and that squishes as well too. I was like sitting on top of it the other day but it, it is light and speaking um, just going back to the point of what Anna said about the weight of a suitcase I also got a handheld like weight the mm, like a like, like a, a, hand a handheld like a, scale yes. yeah that I attached to the suitcase and lifted up just to make sure I never want to be that person outside of an airplane I know that you kind of was that person it was <laughs> it's not your fault <laughs> yeah but I never want to be that person kind of like shifting contents of one suitcase to another suitcase because my bag is too heavy
3: I saw that happen to this girl and she was in tears like yeah, she was <laughs> she Yeah. Was
0: <laughs> like airports are already stressful being that person who's on the ground with like your bras out as you like try to switch <laughs> things you. between bags yeah. is just demoralizing yes.
1: so I never want to be that person so I, I got that scale because I was like it will not be me <laughs> <laughs> I know I might not be the most edited packer, but I'm number one, not paying your overweight baggage fees. And number two, I'm not being that girl. I'm not packing my stuff on the on the floor of the airport.
0: We asked our Facebook group for like their tips on packing. And the one thing that came up like time and time and time again was packing cubes, which Lolly and I are recent converts to. What are your thoughts? Anna, I'll start with you.
2: I love a packing cube and I only got into them maybe two years ago and I did a three-week trip around New Zealand where like every two days we were moving to a new destination so it was like constantly you you could never unpack you're living out of a suitcase you're like moving on moving on moving on um and I think they're really handy for trips like that maybe not so much if you can get to a hotel you plonk down you're there for a week because then you can sort of unpack in the hotel room but if you're constantly on the move they're so handy they're like mini little drawers that you can just put out and have it on the side and you know all of your pants are in one underwear all of your pajamas are in another and so I find them really handy I really like the ones that have a like carry handle on top just get them from Amazon you don't spend a lot of money on them and I like the ones that have like a mesh side as well so you can see what is in each one
3: I think being able to see what's in each one is key because the, the ones I have do not have the mesh and they look very pretty and, like, I do love them, but I end up having to open every single one because
0: <laughs> I have
2: terrible yeah. memory. <laughs> Me
1: too. Do you have feels about packing cubes? I've never used packing cubes. Wow. I have... I've... No. I mean, you if-
3: need, like, five just body Mardi
1: <laughs> <gras>. <laughs> No, I've never used packing tubes, but I have my other packing, like, tricks, like take i always will travel obviously with workout clothes not that is not to say that i work out every time i travel but you know my heart is in the right place (laughs) and so i will roll up the my legging, sports bra, t-shirt, and socks in my sneakers. And so that saves, like, a ton of space for that c- category. And it's, like, I packed it. It's there. Am I going to use it? I hope so. But um, so I always do that for, like, my fitness wear. And then everything else, I just, like, I'm a Virgo, and I'm very type A, and I travel a lot. And so this is the system that works for me, which is, like, small things i do put inside other shoes because it just like saves space and then everything else i try and do like completely completely flat
0: oh wow yeah so not a fold or a roll just a flat
1: not a fold not a roll flat
0: i when i was in chicago the girl that i was staying with was doing that in her suitcase and i was like this
1: is something i have never seen before yeah i also hate to iron Mm, okay i I never like to iron i'm If I don't do it in my own home, I'm definitely not doing it when I'm traveling. And so the keeping my clothes super flat really helps to avoid like really wrinkled, like terrible looking clothing when I unpack. It's just like, I mean, I've been doing this, I've been traveling for work now for 15 years. And to me, that is my tried and true, just like system of packing. The workout wear and the sneakers, small things in, you know, like in the little spaces that the shoes create and then everything else super flat
3: so I used to be very guilty of this which is before I would go on a trip and this was when I was traveling a lot less I would feel compelled to go shopping and I would have this sort of crazed day where I would buy like a bunch of new outfits for this holiday and buy a bunch of beauty products and all this stuff because for some reason I felt like I had to be this new person on vacation and also it never occurred to me that stores in other countries would sell <laughs> what I needed um, and probably better yeah. oh, 100% better for the most part Anyone who's been in a French pharmacy knows that. Thank you. Um, (laughs) I'm wondering how often you two buy new things before trips or have you really kind of curbed that spending?
1: Definitely not beauty products. That also sounds crazy to me.
3: I mean, I was (laughs) mental. I
1: I learned. I actually keep my toiletry bag just set and packed and I never unpack it. So I have like mini versions of all of my favorite things that I'm going to travel with it's always just there to grab and go and it cuts down my packing time which means that in the beginning you are spending more because you're buying two of things that you love or you're getting like mini versions of things that you love but it's so much like less of a hassle than like repacking my beauty things every single time if you're traveling I travel almost every single week and so that's something that I don't want to do um, I've only panic shopped before one trip. I mean, that's what I'm gonna call it, panic shopping. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> and that was when I went to India for a month, and I was like, "What am I gonna wear New Year's? What am I gonna wear if I get invited to like some royal wedding? Of which I did. I manifested <laughs> oh, <look at> that. <laughs> so I, you know, bought this beautiful golden velvet like Jason Wu dress. It also was like. It was just a higher price than I planned to spend on like a vacation dress, but I wore that dress maybe six times on that trip. I wore it sightseeing with flats. I mean, I was wildly overdressed, but it was like gorgeous in like the palace. I wore it to a wedding that we randomly got invited to, and we went out to dinner and talked to some strangers. This was the us. royal wedding.: It wasn't like royal, but it was certainly fancier than anyone. <laughs> <ever into. laughs> um, and I wore it New Year's Eve, so I truly got my money's worth on that trip alone, but I do not panic shop in front of, like before typical trips because you're not going to wear it. Never. This is what I've learned. <laughs> Anna. Anna, I'm very curious
2: to hear. Oh, see, this is where, um, also, I, okay, this this is where it's a bit tricky. I, I like to live this edited life, minimal, blah, blah, blah. But I'm a terrible summer dresser. Like, summer is not my season. Like, give me, like, a big, chunky knit, boots. Like, I, I think I could live in New York, guys. Like, I'd moan about the snow, but I think I could do it. I love cold-weather dressing. So, whenever it's a, a warm-weather trip... I've definitely been there, done that, bought five bikinis, (laughs) like trying to find the perfect pair of denim shorts is just like forever something that I will be trying to find. Um, So I have definitely, definitely done that. I think the trick is through doing that so many times with trips, I now have my basics. Like I now have this summer basic wardrobe that has that pair of shorts in and that skirt and that dress and, and that, that vest top, that camisole. So through doing that for a couple of years in a row, I've managed to weed out the things that I never wear ever ever on trips if I'm in the UK, wherever, and then actually found the things that I really need and I really like. And um, so it is—it's—it's it's a real tricky one, and I feel like there'll be a lot of other people who are who are winter babies who just really struggle with summer dressing. And yeah, it takes a couple of it takes a while to get there, you know.
1: Anna, we are polar opposites. <laughs> Like the <laughs> complete opposite. I'm like, what? <laughs> Who doesn't like summer dressing? This is crazy. Actually,
3: living in New York has taught me how to summer dress because it gets so hot here. And you summer. have to walk outside. And you've got yeah. I mean, yeah.
0: I've talked about this before but I grew up in Texas where it is way hotter than it is in New York but you don't go outside in the when it's the 100 degrees and here it's like oh no you still have to walk when it's oh yeah, 95 s- and I walk to work and I come in and I'm like all my makeup is melted off and I yeah. like change clothes and- Well, and finding a way to dress for that heat and also appropriately for work is a
3: challenge
1: that I will never be able to overcome um, I am from Bermuda and so summer dressing is just where I thrive so if you ever Need any tips, Anna? I'm your girl. Yes. Yeah, I that is.
2: Instagram. I have to follow you on Instagram now.
1: Like, <laughs> <definitely>. <laughs> I am also very inappropriately dressed in the winter. I do not believe in tights, I hate them. I will never do it. And I also don't do seasonal dressing. Like I typically wear what I wear in the summer, in the winter and just like add layers. So it's like summer really is my base. I guess it's from an <laughs> island. So I'm, I'm going to DM you some tips, Anna, because that <laughs> sounds need, crazy I need to help. me. I have some denim shorts tips for you already. <laughs> cool. I need those tips as well. Anna,
3: and you just, you were just in Bali. So how was, how was that? How was packing for that?
2: Yeah, I melted. Uh, <laughs> I did the ten by ten actually, um, which I I wasn't sure it was going to work because given the sweat situation, given the temperatures in Bali, it's kind of like 30 35 degrees at the moment. Um, but actually, actually, it worked. I was I was really surprised, and it is because you wear a swimming costume from like the moment you wake up, to the moment that you like have to leave your hotel or wherever you're staying. So. So my costume came in very, very handy indeed. And I I wore everything that I took with me and I ended up living. um, I've got this Realization Par polka dot like mini dress that's just made of silk, very, very thin, very easy to wear. I basically wore that every day, which is kind of grim. But, you know, you just you find when you're on holiday, when you're in those hot weather situations, you sort of find this one piece or this uniform that you just go back to that, You feel really cool in, you feel very comfortable in, and you feel great in. Um, So, yeah, I, I definitely have learned to take less when I travel somewhere really, really hot.
0: I'm curious because this is something that I've come across. I went on a really long trip and ended up buying a lot of clothes when I was younger and was like, I will keep these forever. And like all that I have kept from that trip is the earrings that I bought. Like all of the clothes have been donated or have gone to other friends because I've grown out of that style. Do you guys buy a lot of clothes as souvenirs or is that something you stray away from? Because I've definitely learned not to do that anymore.
1: (laughs) I definitely stray away from that. I try and buy when I'm shopping – on when I'm traveling, I try and buy something super meaningful. So it, and it might be more of like an investment item, but it's definitely something that I always use and come back to. When I was in India, I bought a ring um, and I also bought towels because they're linens and they're towels. It's just so much cheaper than what you would get in America. So we um, went to one store, spent a ton of money, Got a ton of towels and sheets <laughs> and things like that and the store shipped it back oh, for us. Nice. yeah. so by the time the trip was over we got it. We had it you know in our homes. When I was in I guess in Italy, I bought a chair but it's so beautiful. it's in my home, you know it sits there. It's I'm so pleased with that purchase. They also shipped it back for me. so of course sometimes I slip up and I'm like, I need a sorry and it's like, where am I going? <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like, going anywhere in this, but, you know, but I really try and get kind of like actual piece, something like one statement thing that I think I'm actually going to use or have in my home because you end up using home things a lot more or something that is like significant in that region. So in India, it's like jewelry, the gemstones and stuff.
0: I feel like if I purchased any furniture, it would look really out of place compared to everything I have from Ikea. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Anna, do you do you buy anything on the road or do you try and stick to other non-clothing items?
2: Yeah, actually, this is kind of where we're the same. Um, I've tried to do a similar thing in recent years. I went to Ibiza and all I bought was a fruit bowl. So, (laughs) parte Being in my fruit bowl, coming home on, like, a plane of very hungover people. Um, Yeah, so I've been trying to do the same. I tend to go for, like, prints, Um, so getting, like, art for my walls. I think it's a really nice way of, yeah, like you were saying, it's it's a nice way you look at it and you're like, oh, it reminds me of that time I was in that wonderful place. Um, One rule I've kind of given, well, not a rule that I've given myself, but one thing i'm trying to do a little bit more is if i do feel the need to clothing shop and let's not even talk about sephora because obviously i come to sephora and spend like hundreds of dollars like you know that is that's my jam we don't have that in the uk i can't
3: tell you how great it is to live (laughs) somewhere that now has sephora
2: you're rubbing it in you're rubbing it in i could go
3: on for like ever about i don't understand why they're not in the uk it's madness they have it in france why don't they have it in the uk (laughs) we'll dedicate a
2: podcast to that sure we haven't got an equivalent in the UK. So makeup is like a whole different thing. Um, But with clothing, if I do feel the itch to go clothing shopping, I'm trying really hard to buy vintage clothing if I'm abroad, because obviously that's like one of a kind, never going to happen again. So I've got like a list at the moment of places that I want to go to in LA for like vintage shopping and San Francisco for vintage shopping. So I'm trying to focus on that. Um, If if I do need, if I do have like an itch that I need to scratch.
0: Okay, so Shiana, earlier you brought up you have a plan for when the airline potentially loses your baggage. So hypothetical scenario, Anna, what would you do if you had to check a bag at the gate and then suddenly it didn't show up at the end?
2: So this has happened to me as well. When it happens to you, you are forever scarred and standing at the baggage conveyor belt just makes you just want to faint like every single time because you're convinced that it's not going to be there. Um, Ever since that moment and actually even prior to that moment, I always pack a pair of pants, like the basics, what you need, you know, or if you're going to a hot weather place, like make sure you've got your bikini or your swimming costume in your bag. Um, yeah, those kind of emergency, emergency things, I kind of always pack with that in mind.
1: I'm going to say that that's not going to happen to me. I can't put that energy out there. <laughs> it's just not going to happen to me. I think that a large part of being a successful traveler is just doing your research in advance and so I try to I even look at what type of plane I'm going on like if it's a really small plane sometimes when you travel within America suddenly you're on this like tiny plane and the overhead baggage is even smaller than you expected so you cannot take your carry-on where I have my safety outfit so like Anna I'll just like Put it in my actual purse. So I just try to be as prepared as possible so that when I land, I'm not having a meltdown, especially if I'm traveling. I mean, it doesn't even matter if you're traveling for business or pleasure. You do not want to be in that situation where you suddenly have to go shopping as soon as you land. But, you know, it happens, but it's not going to happen to me not putting that into the universe
0: I last weekend had an airline like play a trick on me (laughs) and they told me that they were like on the loudspeaker like okay there's like no more room in the overhead bins like everyone has to check their bags so then I started always a lie lie. and then I got on and was like what is all this that's happened to me, And then too. people
1: behind me got on with bags. Oh, yeah. I was so mad. I never listen. <laughs> whenever people say things like that to me, I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to take it on and if there's no overhead bin space, I'll bring it back.
3: Period. How does that go down <laughs> when you say it? Do they, do they
1: resist? I think that when you are like calm and respectful mm-hmm. and have you know an explanation with it and just seem like no nonsense like this is i'm not going to negotiate with yeah. you and there's like a line of people behind me so i am going to just go on with my bag and i promise you if i cannot find a place for it i'll bring it back so basically I- don't be that wailing woman. No. <laughs> <laughs> On the floor of JFK. I could not be that person. I have been that person. And like Anna said, like these experiences will scar you. And that's why I'm like, never again. So it's like, I need to research my plane. I need to weigh my bags in advance. Like I have to be prepared because I just am never going to do Anna's system of the 10 items. Like that's just not who I am or (laughs) how I want to pack like I want to have options and I think that's why packing in a color story works for me because then it eliminates like that shoe that you're never actually going to wear because if I know that everything is going to be like animal print. I know that that's like a stretch, but I helped my friend pack and what she did do an animal print theme. But if it's going to be animal print or everything's going to be neutral, you're only going to pack like a brown or a neutral flat, a brown or a neutral heel because it literally goes with everything. And so talking about
3: packing by color or by print, you know, both of you have very large Instagram followings and Instagram obviously plays a role in both of your... Your jobs and your day to day jobs. How much do you think about Instagram and your social media presence when you're packing for a trip?
1: I think it depends on the trip. I mean, I do a big trip every year with one friend, and she has zero interest in Instagram. And I never would want to inconvenience her or change the dynamic of our trip by saying, Can you take my photo in front of this? You know, like, and I just would never want her to have that experience. My family, like, they also, like, You know, my mom does not. I don't even think my dad has a phone. So (laughs) when I'm going on trips like that, like, for example, the Morocco trip, I knew that I did want a beautiful photo with my family. And so all I said was, can everyone pack one thing white and then one thing kind of like red or orange? Because, you know, color plays such a large part in my my life. And they agreed and afterwards they were like, oh, this photo is so amazing. Thank <laughs> you so much for being so annoying. And I'm like, annoying? <laughs> I made one request, like it was fine. But I really try not to impose my my work or Instagram or anything digital when I'm traveling with someone else because it's their trip too. So I, I don't think about it, so so much when i'm packing on those type of trips but if it is a trip for work that is digitally based of course i think about it so much like where am i going what outfit should i wear there how will that play with like the natural surroundings that i'm in
2: yeah i i do a similar thing i think what you're saying about color stories is really interesting um I wear the most boring palette ever. Uh, so for me, all of my outfit kind of, all my outfits kind of work together anyway, which is kind of cool. But I'm the same when I go on trips, especially if it's with people that aren't really like online kind of people yeah I wouldn't I I would feel so awkward being like oh can you can you take 15 Instagram photos of me in front of this Um, so yeah it really depends like what kind of trip it is um but yeah I tend to pack in a way anyway, like my whole wardrobe sort of works together and being very like neutral with a bit of leopard print that's kind of my thing so I feel like whatever I pack would work on the gram i think how instagram is really helpful for me when i'm packing for a trip is because i am such a lousy summer dresser i tend to go on there's some instagram accounts that i love Um, my friend lucy williams for example and there's another girl called rapes of holland i tend to like go on their accounts and they are so good at packing for or so good at summer like they're so good at summer dressing and so i tend to like go on their accounts and just see what they're wearing, how they're wearing it. If I've got anything in my wardrobe that would work, that I can kind of put it together and almost have like a mood board moment without it being official. So I, I tend to stand more in that way for for packing.
1: Anna, I have a story idea: is that you should pack for me and I should pack for you.
2: I am yeah. so into this idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Please help me with my wardrobe. I just-
1: <laughs> I, I think it'd be really funny.
2: <laughs> I think it would
0: be amazing. I am very excited for this to happen. <laughs> You're gonna
1: like send me to the airport with like one rinky carry-on, like ten pieces, <laughs> yeah. and I'm gonna have a meltdown. That's when I'm gonna be that meltdown. <laughs> <laughs>
3: While Anna's wheeling a trunk. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Anna's got like a heavy duty suitcase <laughs> with options. Amazing. We'll
0: look for that on the internet, everyone. Well, I think that is a great place to wrap up. Anna, where can people find you on the internet?
2: So I'm at the Anna Edit on Instagram, Twitter. I have a blog, which is the annaedit.com, and a YouTube channel. Put in the Anna Edit, I'll come up.
0: Amazing, and you have a book, an edited life, that is out now, and you can find a link to that in the show notes. Um, speaking of another book that came up a ton in the Facebook group, No Baggage by Clara Benson, which is kind of along the lines of how Anna packs, but maybe more extreme. So if you're really trying to live that minimalist life, maybe check that book out. It will also be linked in the show notes. Where can people find you, Shiona?
1: Anyone can find me on Instagram at, at @shiona_t.
0: Amazing. I'm at Oh Hey There Mare. I'm at Lale Hannah, And a quick shout out to the
3: women in the Facebook group who bought a purse and nothing else to Alaska. For three weeks. I
0: was astonished. It's amazing. I don't know what she did in the outdoors with a bag. That sounds like, like that. my biggest nightmare. I just do not want to be that person. It sounds dangerous. <laughs> I mean, good for you for avoiding that $50 bag fee. Honestly, props. That is a commitment that I don't think I have. You can find a bunch of Women Who Travel stuff on Facebook, in our group, Women Who Travel, and also at womenwhotravel.com. We'll talk to you next week.